Yo, welcome to the Brooks Show. It's me, your man Brooks. With my team, shout out. All right, everybody, welcome to The Brooks Show. Thanks for coming out to a new episode. This is episode 14 of The Brooks Show. Oh, sorry, episode 15 of The Brooks Show. Uh, we're glad you're back. We're live in our Glendale studios, Glendale, California. And I'm joined by a new friend here. He's actually our government conspiracy theorist, Mr. Ed. Say hello. Hello, everybody. How you doing? Great, man. Great for coming on. And um, we're going to get into your stuff real quick. Um, but first, we have a sponsor for today's show. Um, today's book show is sponsored by Mariana's Mixed Fruits. Uh, fruits are great. They're good for you. Um, you know, they get a lot of vitamins from fruits. Ed, what's your favorite fruit? Uh, I like apples. You like apples? Yeah. Oh, great, dude. Apples are awesome. Um, I always feel like when I think of apples, I think of giving teachers apples. Did anyone actually ever do that? I don't like, I see that. on TV. Did you? I gave my teacher a hard time. That's all I gave you. Okay. Gave a hard time. Were you the class clown? Uh, or was it like hard time, like intense questioning? Like, later on. Like, I'm going to question you. You say that Lincoln freed the slaves. No, they freed themselves kind of shit. No, not back then. No. That came later. That came later I was, on. I was more of the, uh, I knew my art teacher was arachnophobic, and I would yell spider and watch her jump. All right. Well, let's get in on this mixed fruit. Here, you grab a piece if you'd like. Um, there's all kinds of choices. Uh, Mariana sponsored today's show. Uh, Mariani, oh sorry, Mariani, Mariani. Thanks for coming on the Brooks Show. Uh, we're we're so happy to have you there. Fruits are great. We're both a couple of fruits um, on a talk show, and I'm gonna go ahead and munch this apple. And um, let's do it, man. Let's get right into it, man. Let's talk about the government, because government totally sucks. For one, and for two. They got a lot of secrets, right? A lot. A lot of stuff they're not telling us. Mm-hmm. And I feel like it's just like a thing about government, like it's the way it's set up, it's built to have these secrets. And a lot of times it's not even necessary or it's not even like helping the people. Like sometimes I can understand when you don't want to tell them, oh, there's this threat. It's like, you know, watch out, you're just going to cause panic. But uh, why do you think they keep secrets from us? Oh, because they're engaged in a lot of criminal activity and they don't want you to know. That's pretty much it in a nutshell. So they so, use like, things like the National Security Act and things like that to mm-hmm. hide their criminality. Okay. Okay, so it's like Nixon style, Watergate. Government is just like corrupt and they're covering their, their footsteps, their, their mistakes and their mess ups. Yeah. One, one thing I, I always try to be careful about is, is the government is actually defined by the Constitution. Mm-hmm. So when we say like government is corrupt or government is not or is sucks or government is this, it's not necessarily that because government has a very specific defined thing. Okay. And it's whenever people operate outside that constraint, that's when it becomes dangerous. Sure. And uh, so it's actually I always try to keep it in perspective mm-hmm. because uh, once you start going government's this, government's that, then it becomes it's not 
so much. It's not. It, it's you take it out of out of perspective, and you don't really get to the real mm -hmm. root cause of it. Okay. Okay. So it's like the kind of the open interpretation people. They're like uh, stretching their bounds. Exactly. Like taking liberties with their roles in government. Say a mayor, you know, feels like he's obligated to help the people so much so that he's going to cheat someone. Exactly. Okay. So I get that. I can get that. And I can see where the people in power would want to, like, you know, cover themselves. I mean, of course you're not going to, like, throw yourself under the bus Absolutely. unless you're an idiot. Or honest. I mean, who's honest anymore? <laughs> Ron Paul. Ron Paul. Yeah. He could be a, he could be an honest guy. He could be good. Um, he's got some crazy stuff. But anyway, back to the government. And uh, the main thing we we're going to talk about is taxes. Uh, and that's yes. like another, like a really um, hot spot. I know for you, that's why we brought you on. This is kind of your specialty, is uh, the tax and the tax codes and stuff like that. And um, just tell me how that goes, like the whole income tax thing. Um, what's going on there with, between that and the government? Well, oh boy, I could go on forever on this one. Basically, in order to understand, Senator Elihu Root, who was a senator back in 19, around 1920, in the 19, uh, 1913, 1917, uh, mm -hmm. uh, he had a quote around 1922. Actually, I'm sorry, the first vehicle law was passed in 1913. He was quoted as saying, uh, he said, uh, so, we should have to, so you should have to go to jail. We should have to go to jail if that is a result of not understanding our income tax laws. Uh -huh. I, sh I will meet you there. We shall have a merry, merry time, for all our friends will be there. Okay. It shall be an intellectual center for all those except those who lack sufficient intelligence to understand the questions that arise under it. Okay. And he was talking about the very first tax law. Which was which? Which was the 16th Amendment in the uh, Income Tax Act of October 3rd, 1913. 1913. And so before 1913, there was an income tax. There, there was, uh, there, there was an attempt to create an income tax, but it was shot down as unconstitutional because it was a direct tax, not apportioned. Okay. Uh, basically, the way it boils down, the things you have to understand before you can get into the subject is, the Constitution authorizes two types of taxes. There's direct taxes and indirect taxes. Sure. And the direct taxes have to be apportioned. Okay. And indirect taxes have to be uniform. Okay. Now, here's what happened. This is very, very important to understand. When the 16th Amendment was passed, they, the, it says that Congress shall have the power to lay taxes on incomes from whatever source derived mm -hmm. without apportionment among the several states and without regard to any census or enumeration. In other words, Congress made an attempt to pass a direct tax that was not apportioned. Okay. But it went to the Supreme Court, and they said, hold on a second. That can't be, because there's another part of the Constitution that says no other direct tax shall be laid without apportionment. So it limits it to so those it first it. two. It okay. limits it, and they said, but. So we can't have one part of the Constitution inherently contradicting another. Mm -hmm. And this Supreme Court case was Brushhaver versus Union Pacific Railway Company. And this is the same case, the IRS pushing your face, mm -hmm. that declared the income tax constitutional. But the logic behind the constitutionality was that the court ruled that it was an indirect excise tax, not subject to the rule of apportionment. In other words, it was an indirect tax. Okay. And indirect taxes do not apply to 90% of the population. Okay. And it was followed up a few months later 
in the Stanton versus Baltic Mining Company case, another Supreme Court ruling, and testing they, the law, testing it whether it's constitutional. Exactly, and they they even said they went further and said that uh, a lot more definitive. And they said that the Sixteenth Amendment conferred upon Congress no new power of taxation. Mm -hmm. It simply kept a complete power of taxation from the beginning, mm -hmm. from being taken out of the category of indirect taxation from which it inherently belonged. Mm -hmm. It's one of those amendments that uh, would uh, specialize the ones before, kind of like clarify it. Like, it so clarifies, like so it people don't something. take the liberties. The liberties which we were talking about at the beginning is like where the government gets into trouble. Right, and they, they, take, they, and they took it and they construed it to mean mm -hmm. a direct tax without apportionment, mm -hmm. and the Supreme Court said, no, you can't do that, but they're now doing that anyway. Okay. And, and that's the income tax we have today. That's the income tax Based we have Based off today. of the 1913 law. It, well, theoretically, actually, our income tax we know today didn't come along until 1930s. Okay. This was called the Victory Tax Act in 1935, I believe it was. And it was uh, supposed to be a short-term tax, mm -hmm. and it was. Uh, there's also a public salary tax act. Uh, there's also there's a victory tax act. These taxes are where it, withholding came in. Mm -hmm. But withholding, it also came in around the same time Social Security. Okay. So Social Security came in, and Bursley Rummel decided it'd be a good idea to create this thing called withholding. Withholding, which is where they take your taxes up front. That's correct. And then you sort it out later. That's right. Okay. But it, it wasn't, again, it wasn't supposed to apply to everybody. It was only supposed to apply to federal employees. Okay. If you read the tax code, it actually specifies it in there. Okay. And uh, that's how it is today. So they were just um, supposed to be short-term, and then eventually it came into... They liked the money. Just kept it, kept going. They liked the money. They, they probably just, what expanded the budget like tenfold, like bringing so much more from oh. incomes. Like, Well, what's funny is that all that money goes toward the interest on pay to federal debt. It goes to the Federal Reserve System. Okay. If you look at the President's Private Sector Survey on Cost Control from 1984, it said right in there on page four that the all the income tax dollars that are collected mm -hmm. go toward paying interest on the federal debt. Okay. So not one single penny is actually spent on the services you expect from your government. So where does the budget, the majority of our um, budget come from? It, well, the budget comes from Congress, who come, makes up a fantasy number, and then mm -hmm. they go to the uh, Federal Reserve or the printing presses, and they print the money. So it's not even based on income, government's income. Okay, well, no, because then you got to be careful about what in you got to define what income is, too, and that's a whole other fallacy. Okay. Uh, income is one of the most misunderstood words in the, in the legal world. Income is, you know, when you go to work, uh -huh. you, uh, you're exchanging your time, your services, your skill and labor in exchange for unsecured Federal Reserve notes. Right, That's dollar bills. Okay. And a Federal Reserve note is a bill of credit. It's an evidence of debt. It's a note. So it's, it's, yeah, it's not even backed by it's the gold debt. or silver reserve anymore. It's a debt instrument. Right. So what happens is there's a, if you look at the Internal Revenue Code and you look up the word income, you'll find it doesn't exist. They don't even define income in the code. Mm -hmm. They define gross income, but I would think you'd have to know what the, what, the, what the thing is before you know what the gross of it is. Sure. So the Supreme Court defined it for us, and that was in the case of Eisner versus McComber. Mm -hmm. And Eisner versus McComber defined it as a profit or gain 
derived from capital, from labor, or from both combined. Okay. In other words, in, when you go to work and you're exchanging your services for unsecured Federal Reserve notes, that's a zero-sum transaction because you're giving something up in exchange for something else and it zeroes out. Okay. There's no profit derived from that. It's not really a, a no plus exactly. or an There's income because no you're giving the work away. That's right. And then you're getting the money. So you're breaking even. Uh-oh, Ed's got a phone call. Thanks for silencing your phone. Who's calling? I got my good friend from Sacramento. Oh, okay. You want to you wanna pick it up? That's right. You can. It's all good. Okay. I don't want to interrupt you. I see what you're saying. The trading of services or, or your work for money is breaking even. So your exactly. income is anything above that. That's, cor well, that's correct. That's that you correct. make that's more than your worth. Well, your work. I'll give you an example of that. Okay. Let's say um, you're you have a painting company, and uh, somebody wants their house painted, and you're going to charge them say two hundred dollars to paint that house. Mm -hmm. Now you go out and you hire somebody to paint the house, and you build and you and you pay them a hundred dollars to do so. Okay. Now, um, then so the person paints the house, mm -hmm. and then. You get the the owner of the company gets the two hundred dollars. They just earned a hundred dollars profit. So the 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 labor is what they're talking about. That person who painted the house right. actually did the labor. Sure. So he, he earned he earned profit. Oh, I got you. Because the guy the guy who did it didn't do the work. That's right. He just made money. He just made money. Okay, so that's okay. like income is more of like a managerial. Bonus, like if you're kind not actually it's, it's doing the doing the the work, the paint, the the serving, the cooking, you're making money off of the restaurant. Exactly, exactly. Okay. Exactly. I feel you're that. you're basically if you got uh, or you you take an investment, you take that money, invest it into a stock, and that stock right. earns a dividend. Guess what? That profit from the now that's capital. Mm -hmm. This is what Eisner was talking about. Or like when you get interest on a savings account. Exactly. It's just sitting thing. there. That's capital. It's not working. It's capital driving, okay. yeah, earning okay. profit. That's exactly it. These are what, this is what income is. That's true income, not what I make at the end of the week. That's right. After busting that's ass. Your, that's your sweat equity. Okay. So that that's is your sweat equity. That's just a trade-off. All of us that work and get it, a check at the end of the day. It's a zero-sum transaction. There's no profit. No profit or gain derived from it at all. That's interesting. And this is how it's defined where By again? By the Supreme Court. By the Supreme Court in their latest decision. That's the, that is the, uh, the standing. That is the decisive standing Supreme Court ruling. Wow. Wow. Interesting. Interesting. And that and that's kind of leading really well into, like, the, the one of the questions I had going here is, like, like, do you have to pay the tax? Like, it's an income tax. Is it, and I've heard a lot of things um, some from you and like other places I've looked up that it's you know it's not lawful. You don't really have to pay it. Like how do, how does that work? Like specifically like today. Oh gosh, um, there is a there's a great source I would go to. It's uh, for anybody who wants to know more about it. Uh, it's called Independent Referral Services, and they're a company that actually tries to educate other companies about what their true nature of the tax relationship is. Mm -hmm. And they have a great breakdown of it, and they explain it in really nice layman's detail mm -hmm. about what what it what's it, what's the deal is. 
Okay. And they break down the law really nicely. It's a great source to go to. So if you just Google like independent referral services, go through there and they'll sure. break it down really nice. Uh, but in a nutshell, you know, the IRS, as you know, is a, is a what happens is they get a bunch of people who work for them, and the IRS gives them uh, sends them to classes, mm -hmm. and they go through training, and they get things called publications. And they get these publications or these tax guides and etc. And they learn from these guides in these publications. But those guides and publications are not the law. Mm -hmm. They don't open up an internal revenue code. Like the tax codes They and don't shit. open up the tax code. Right. In fact, I, I know one uh, person who worked for the CID division at the IRS, and he went to open up a tax code, and they mm -hmm. came and chastised him about it. Shut that thing. You don't need to know that. And they, you know, it's all mm -hmm. about what, how is the IRS, they, they want you to, they teach you only what they want you to know. They compartmentalize the information, even within their own departments. Mm -hmm. And I feel bad for these guys who are working for the IRS because they don't know any better. Mm -hmm. They think they're doing a, you know, working for, you know, their country. And it's God's work. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's what they think. Totally. And, and they don't realize that they're actually being compartmentalized and being sold a bill of goods. And then they go out and then they... They got, uh, they're, they're enforcing a law that doesn't apply to somebody. Mm -hmm. And then they take everything they have. See, it just reminds me, like, one of those things, and I've seen it and suspected it in other places in the government. It's just, like, shady government stuff. Like, they've been getting away with it for so long, and it's not right, mm -hmm. but it kind of, like, perpetuates. Exactly. And it's a, it becomes its own beast. They have lobbyists, mm -hmm. like, building it up. That's and exactly. They have people... Yeah, and that's like a supporting serious, serious it problem because you end up with a um, you, you end up with a in a situation where there's an entire industry created around a mass misunderstanding. Mm -hmm. And how do you break that? How do you break through that? That's it's crazy. It's, it's insane. It's insane. It's like a total unfathomable. Like when I first kind of heard about this tax thing, I was there too. I was like don't have to pay your taxes or like what do you mean it's not not a rule and then you look into it and you kind of like see like there's there is another side right there is like there is a way to kind of like sift through the bullshit and um with that said okay so the taxes are crazy and that's and that's our main topic today i'm going to kind of check in okay we got some fans uh, we got some people in the audience um justin our sound guys making some points what's up man? what's up so based on a supreme court ruling on what income actually is defined by. Um, so anybody that works and uses their labor to generate money is a trade-off. So that means that that's not actual income, but those people pay an income tax. So that means that income tax is unconstitutional or... No. That just means uh, you made a mistake. That's all it means. Is that that you as a worker made a mistake by paying that income tax? Exactly. So you're saying that anybody that generates money through work and well, gets, let's, let's, gets let's, paid, let's they, don't, they don't well, need to pay that income tax. Let's, let's look at this term work. Words are very, very important. Right. Words are vitally important, especially when it comes to law. Uh, work, I don't even like using that word because that's what slaves do. Slaves work. Mm -hmm. I contract, and I have an unlimited right to contract. I, I, I say, hey, look, I'm, I, I'm a valuable person for your company. I can do this for your company. Um, let's do business. Sure. Right? And then they hire me. Right. And I'm providing that service as long as, as, long as they need me and as long as I need them. Right. And we're, we're contracting, we're exchanging. 
and this is what moves the economy. This is right. how it works. And but I don't work for them because otherwise I can turn around and say, well they work for me. You know, it's like, you know, I don't. It's a I don't trade work. Off. I, I yeah, I'm contracting. I'm I provide service. That's what I do. Right. And it's almost you know, like like a definition thing. Like like you you said words are important, and it's true. And it's like it's almost and not to to kind of like say on the other side. It's almost like a loophole kind of thing. Like. And not not even like you're cheating it or like you're cheating around the taxes, but it's like uh, mincing with the definition of work. Oh yeah, you know, and not it, just a definition of work. I mean, there's all kinds of things you can look mm -hmm. at. Look at the term United States, United States citizen, United mm -hmm. States under uh, was it uh, Title Twenty Eight, Section Three Zero Zero Two, defines United States as a federal corporation. Wow. Now think about that. Now look up California law, California Commercial Code. Section 9037, subsection H. It says United States is in the District of Columbia. Mm -hmm. So here we have a federal corporation in federal law. We have a, a location of that federal corporation in mm -hmm. state law located in D.C. Meanwhile, you fill out a driver's license application, for example. And you have to, on that back of that application, it says, you by, by signing this agreement, agreement, yeah. contract law, right. you're entering into agreement, you 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 agree that your presence in the United States mm -hmm. is authorized under federal law. Mm -hmm. I saw that in my driver's license application when I got my driver's license. I called the DMV in Sacramento right there on the spot, and I asked them, "Hey, how, what do you mean by United States? I know of several different legal definitions of that term. What are you talking about?" Of course, they didn't know how to answer it. They got some person who's compartmentalized on the other side of the phone. Just working in an office, some bullshit, yeah. Exactly. Doesn't know where you're going with so, it. But I'm, but I'm more willing to educate. It's crazy, <laughs> man. I, yeah, I can tell. <laughs> You've got, like, every fucking uh, law and court case down, dude. Like, listen them out. Yeah. Like, <laughs> ready for this. And I'm just like, it's blowing my mind, really. Like, because just the stuff you don't think of and so many, like, truths that you accept mm -hmm. it's almost like we I kind of so for granted take oh it for granted God. and it's like you don't even don't even know like where it's going it kind of reminds me like when I came into high school I had like a revelation like I got out of the whole uh, uh, like I started Catholic school and I had like the religious thing and then you just kind of like figure out like it's okay it's not stories it's not fact like shit like that mm -hmm. and it's almost like that is another now I'm in another level after college like, you can become an adult, and you're like, whoa, this government shit is, like, blowing my mind. Like, right. they, they are totally, like, just taking over, like, taking advantage, mm -hmm. and they're, they're perpetuating themselves, man. Like, right. like the fucking senators and the, and the congressmen and all that shit. Like, of course they're going to push taxes and stuff. That's their fucking paychecks. That's their check, exactly. Like, before... That's their business. Totally. That and is that corporation's it's business. Their, it's their fucking livelihood. And, like, it reminds me, like, kind of what you said when you said, or when you said, like, it was 1930s or whenever the income taxes became big. I was, like, thinking, I'm like, yeah, that just kind of makes sense because ever since then it seems like fucking politicians are rich. Yeah. You know, like, before, like, I feel like, it, from what I read, it wasn't, like, 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 Washington and those guys. They were, like, running government. They weren't necessarily fucking businessmen. I know, like, Washington actually was fucking loaded. Mm -hmm. And I was, I was going to ask you about that lo later. He had, like, farms and all kinds of shit. But anyway, like, what I'm saying is, it's like, now, nowadays, the, the politicians are, like, making bank. Mm -hmm. Not just from their salaries, which are fucking considerable, 
um, if you're a senator, what what do you make if a senator like like three hundred thousand a year or some shit? Yeah, it's like it's over two hundred. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Ridiculous, and it's like to do what to to like half like I see senators and they don't even fucking vote. They don't even make half their votes for the year. Well, and here's what's funny about it: if you look at the Constitution, it says that the uh, Congress shall convene at least twice a year. Mm-hmm. Now, what's that tell you? That tells you that Congress isn't supposed to work as hard as they're fucking working. In sure. other words, go home. <laughs> Right. Leave us the fuck alone. Right, right. You know, it's like you're 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 spending all your time in Washington and you're just screwing things up. Yeah, they're just making it Go worse. Home. Like it's like that thing where if you have too much time to do the project, like you're gonna overdo it. Right. All you we know, need is like, freedom. Yeah, that's all we need. All we need is our freedom. Let so that free. that's like a that. So you're like kind of like a hands-off government guy. Oh, like shit, like what, yeah, we don't I, we don't I, need I, like laws for everything. Let's just yeah, like. It's like a, it's long, it's, there's two. There's only two laws really in this country. Only two. Mm-hmm. You ready for them? Tell me. Do no harm. Okay. And honor your agreements. Honor your agreements. Okay. Okay. If you can't understand those two things, then then you then you should have an attorney represent you in court. That's why ignorance of the law is no excuse. Because there's only two to understand. Mm-hmm. Everything else is statutory bullshit. Ignorance of the law is no excuse. That's a good line because that kind of like brings the whole conversation in, into perspective. It's like you're not going to pay your tax. Like people are going to keep paying their taxes, and if you don't figure it out, then you're ignorant, and it's like your own fault. And that's mm-hmm. kind of what the government's hoping for. Right. In, in a lot of things, not just the tax right. thing, they're, but like yeah, like their whole system. Mm-hmm. And what ends up happening is people people end up contracting with the government. Mm-hmm. When they fill out that W-4 form, there's a part on there that says, uh, I ask you if you're a U.S. citizen. Mm-hmm. So what are you doing when you check that? You're telling the government, yeah, I'm in D.C. I'm in the territory, mm-hmm. in sort possession right. of the United States. I am part of this federal corporation. I want to be your employee. Mm-hmm. Please take and, and as your create, I'm, I am. I want to be your creation, and as your creation, you could control the creation. The creation. You're, you're like sign a contract. You're like sign yourself away. That's exactly it. Mm-hmm. I can and, see that. Like I can see that. Like they're like slipping it in. Mm-hmm. You know, they're like, oh, you know, fill out this thing with your driver's license, and then fill out this thing about where you live, and then oh yeah, sign your whole life away and all your children. Right. Exactly. Like yeah. right, it's, and that's just like one line yeah, on the fucking contract. I, I, had a, I was in court. That's how lawyers do it. Yeah, that's and lawyer I'm style. You, I'm very, very careful when it comes to like the, those words. They're so important when I'm in court, for mm-hmm. example, dealing with a traffic ticket or something like that. Why are you in court? I, uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll be, I'll be t- the judge will ask me a question like, "Where do you live?" Mm-hmm. And I'll say, "Well, right now I, I live right here in the occupy in the space I occupy. Mm-hmm. That's where I live. That's the honest answer." I'm here. Right. I'm living in your step, face. I take one step to the right, and I say, now I live here. Mm-hmm. Now I live here. Do you want to know my address? Is that what you really want you to know? You That's know tight, dude. I here? like that style. Like, I want to I wanna kind of get into that more, just being, like, defensive. Like, right. not giving shit away that you don't have to. Right. And Even just information, like that's that's cool. Like I don't want you know where I live. I don't want you know where I'm at. I think about that shit on my phone, like location services on the iPhone. Mm-hmm. I don't want none of that. Right. I don't want no part of that. Mm-hmm. But that's I do it. Exactly. I post stuff on Facebook. Exactly. I'm not gonna lie to you. I'm, I'm on Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> but <laughs> I want Michael to be on every government list there is. Yeah. <laughs> just to show the absurdity of it. Just put everything out there so they can't fucking make shit up later. Right. You know, live on the internet, which is what we're doing. This is the internet show. Um, let's do a couple seconds for plugs. Um, 
First of all, thank you, Mariana Mixed Fruit, for sponsoring this show. I mean, this fruit is delicious. Have you, you want some more? I'm good. You're good? It's so good. I have a piece of a pear right now, and it is, like, juicy. It's moist. Um, just amazing. Try Mixed Fruit, guys. Get your vitamins. Get your minerals. Um, okay, Brooke Show. Uh, we're here with Ed, and uh, we got another comment. Uh, it was actually 21 minutes ago. I'm sorry, in Crow. He wanted to mention something. Maybe you know what Article 1, Section 8, Clause 1 of the Constitution is. Article 1, Section 8, Clause 1. Article 1, Section 8, Clause 1. That is... So he's asking... I mean, maybe... He oh, must have man. been something we talked about earlier. Um, okay. Article 1, one, Section 8, Clause 1. I believe that is... Is it like right to bear arms or something? No, no. That has to do with... That's the, a Second Amendment. I believe it has to... Uh, don't... Don't quote me on this, but I believe it has to do with. We'll get our we'll get our tech guy to look it up. Hey um. Hey um, Shauna, we have a new intern. Shauna, okay. hey baby, why don't you um? Hey girl, why don't you look up the the Constitution question for us? Ah, I know this. And we'll figure that shit out. We got a giant audience here tonight. The, by the way, the audience, you guys are doing awesome. Thank you. Thanks for being here. There's like a hundred people in here. It feels it's crazy. Like, it's crazy. I this didn't is, know you were this popular, man. I know. I'm awesome. Article 1, Section 8, Clause 1. Okay, here we go. Congress shall have power to lay and collect taxes, duties, imposts, excises, provides for common defense, and okay. welfare. Nice. Yeah. Okay, throw it in our face, oh. Necro. Necro. I wonder if it's Nico. It might be Nico, my friend. I don't know. But um, someone's watching. Someone cares. Thanks for the question and the comment. Um, Do you have a question relating to I think he was just throwing that out there because we are talking about why you could tax at that time. Yeah, and, they do, and then the thing is, Congress does have the power to lay taxes, duties, impose excises, mm -hmm. et cetera, et cetera. But it's limited to those things, uh, to those enumerated powers in the Constitution. And also the, uh, the, the power to tax is not uh, unlimited. You know, there are limits to that power. Right. And uh, direct taxes, indirect taxes, and... and uh, the, the Supreme Court is very clear about that. Cool. Cool. Thanks for looking that up, Shauna. Thanks, Justin, for reading it off. Um, Shauna, can I get another the drink? Pollock, the Pollock case. That was Damn. Shauna looks Pollock good case. today, right? Shauna's looking hot. Um, anyway. Uh, Have you ever thought about getting into politics or law? Oh, um, no. I was no. thinking you're like a lawyer, dude. No. I was like, this guy's yeah, a I fucking not, lawyer. Disclaimer. Disclaimer. <laughs> I am not an attorney. I do not give legal advice. Yeah, no, I'm not saying you are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just, I'm just, I just. You just you know, sound like one, dude. Like, that's what that. lawyers do. Well, that's the thing, though. It's like, it, it, my thing is, it's like, you know, you gotta, I gotta, you gotta reverse engineer this shit, you know? It's like. Right. Oh, look, Necro commented back. I'm gonna hit you back. It says, which is enumerated in Clause 9 of the same section. So I think that's just more definition on the right to tax. Cool. And um, we, get, we get it. Thanks for fucking getting in on that. We appreciate it. Um, so I think what we're saying is the difference is, you know, kind of what you define, like what you can tax. Like obviously they can tax us. Mm -hmm. And uh, um, you, you're saying that the, the direct and indirect taxes. And, um, yeah, direct taxation. I'm giving the example of direct taxation. Here's how taxation is supposed to work. Okay. It's actually kind of beautiful when you think about it. Okay. Uh, the way it's supposed to work is see, Congress has a budget. They put together a budget and say, all right, we got $2 trillion this year uh, to Thanks, fund Sean. our government. And then they go about doing their business. Of course, they go over budget because they always do. Sure. And then what they're supposed to do is, direct through direct taxation, they're supposed to send a bill for the difference to all the states. And that, so this is why they have a census, mm -hmm. because 
Oh, dude, I want to ask you about the yeah, census. Yeah, the census. Keep going, keep going. I'll, I'll get into it. I'll get into it. They're supposed to. They're supposed to send a bill to every state, uh, based on the uh, the number of representatives in that state. Mm-hmm. It's supposed to represent uh, the, the percentage. So, in other words, if California has, you know. Uh, 20% of the representatives in, of, of the country, then they get 20% of that bill. Right. And et cetera. That's how it's supposed to work. And then the state is responsible for collecting it however they want. Okay. So, and then they, then they send the bill. This is why we had senators, because they're the guys who represent the state mm-hmm. before the 17th Amendment. It's all another freaking nonsense. So what, uh-huh. what, what's happened is the, the House of Representatives are supposed to represent the people, the senators are supposed to represent the states. When you have a, 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 a when you have a when they go over budget, and they and the state the governor gets that bill from the federal government, he's supposed to get on the phone with those two senators and say, mm-hmm. "Come on, boys, we gotta talk. Right. What are you guys doing over there?" It makes the accountability so much easier. Sure, it's simpler. So, it goes to exactly. the state. They they control their own section. That's How right. they're gonna tax they're what? To, what are you guys doing? They might over tax there? Why different you over budget? shit. Why are you spending this money? Okay. Cool. Necro just said uh, he's he's asking about the direct tax, uh, and then we got a new new commenter, Mike Presley. Thanks for coming on. He's talking about he asks what budget we're talking about the government, the main uh, U.S. budget. Right. It's kind of where we're going, mm-hmm. and um, it's yeah, a yeah. thing, like you said, and, and they say they always go over. And I was going to kind of follow up on, yeah, they do always go over, but like, did they like always go over? Because at the first budgets, like I feel like they didn't have the credit. Like, there was a day when they had to spend what they get. Right. So, it's, I think it's now we just have the option because we're credited to, like, fucking China. Well, and, like, it's, all, it's all debt money now. It's all, yeah. it's all Federal Bonds. Reserve notes. We don't even have any lawful money anymore. Bonds. It's, Bonds, it's just printing money. Bonds. There's no, like, yeah, there's no standard. Like, there's no gold backing up our money. None whatsoever. Nothing out there um, to kind of... Backing up our currency with the standards. Right. Sure. Our money is worthless. It's just a piece of paper. It's worthless, but at the same time, like I kind of see pushing it because it's like America can back it up. It's like an establishment in the world. Like everyone knows, you know, we're not going anywhere, kind of thing. Mm-hmm. I think someone's here. Hi. Hi. <laughs> it's um, just a belief that it's worth something, though. Yeah. If one day we wake up and that belief is gone or they say they took all of we wake up and our bank accounts are empty right I mean, we have nothing well that that happened at one point in 1933 on May 9th uh, when they confiscated the gold they actually shut down the banks for five days it was called the uh, banking holiday and they shut down this is, is how this they the seized. Great Depression like the yeah, they Black seized, Friday this is where this is an interesting point in history May 9th 1933 is a key date in history because this is the day where they shut down the banks and they ended up, they ended up uh, seizing all the gold. It made it. They outlawed the ownership of gold, mm-hmm. and they said fork it over. Wow. So they had to give up all the gold. People but what was funny that. was, what's funny though, if you read the act, and I, I, I had to go back and look at it again, but it, it refers to only citizens of the United States. If you go back and understand what United States is, it only applies to the territories. Right. So, but nobody understands that. So everybody in the country gave it up. Gave up all their gold. Gave up all the gold. So now who gets it? The Federal Reserve System. Wow. So here you are sitting on the... Yeah, so it's crazy. So then, so that, that was the basically the second um, sort of payment, I guess you could say, to the Crown for the, uh, 
for the debt we owed mm. King George based for the revolution. Uh, he actually owed it, we actually owed it to King Louis uh, in France, but uh, because he was subservient to the King George based on some rule of kings, I can't remember exactly what it's called. Yeah. Uh, we actually owed it to King George. It was kind of funny how that worked. But it was the Treaty of Paris. We owed we owed we owed the debt. We had to pay it back. The revolution, man. We've that been was paying the, it back ever since. That's the first time we were not we were actually resisting taxing. That's exactly right. It's kind of what we're talking about. Um, real quick. Mike Presley, he said what budget, and then now he says, but they haven't come up with a budget for the last few years. What's, what, is he talking right, about the government? Right, but it's, it's kind of irrelevant now because they don't even go through that whole uh, direct taxation system anyway anymore. So it's, okay. They just it, they kind of ignore it and don't even follow the rules. They just come up with whatever they want to spend. We're going to go to $20 trillion or whatever it is. Yeah, they're going to make it. They're, they're going to make up whatever number they want to make up and... Mm-hmm. And they're gonna try and, you know, it's it's insane. It's, it's not even a real insane. budget then. It's like to me, a budget's like it's okay. A, I take in this much money. I'm gonna spend this much and save this much. But there's there's no. It's like, debt. Yeah, it's, it's just all a plan. Debt. It's like it's a crazy plan to debt. spend. Yeah, let me budget. Let me create a budget and figure out how much debt I'm gonna create this year. Mm-hmm. It's not crazy. money, but debt. Look up money in Black's Law Dictionary. It actually specifically excludes bills of credit, evidences of debt, and notes from being considered money. Mm-hmm. It's insane, man. It's like, Again, yeah, they're planning for debt, and it's like, it's kind of like also, uh, we're talking about the corrupt politicians and them kind of like perpetuating their system. And I feel like in addition to that, there's like a level of just old people that don't care about the future. You know, like, a lot of the senators and the fucking congressmen, they're so old, they're like, who cares, let's spend a fucking extra trillion this year, and I'm going to, you know, I, my kids are going to have to pay for it, I'm not going to be here. You know, I, I talked to this about, with this about Justin earlier, um, before, and we're like, yeah, it's, they're just, they don't care about the, the, the future, their kids, our kids, you know, we're, we're, where we're going to be. It doesn't matter to some eighty-year-old congressman. Right. Which is which bring which is a very interesting point because the question I've always been asked, and not always, but at some point in my life, I decided to start asking it: is what is it that binds me to all these laws that they're creating? Mm-hmm. I mean, think about it. If if you go, I mean, the con when the Constitution was established, it was a bunch of guys. Imagine us sitting in this room right here. Sure. There's hundred people right. in the audience right. and us. Yeah, well, we're all sitting there in this audience, and we go, okay, guys, tell you what. Let's come up with an agreement, and we'll call it a constitution, to protect our property and our assets. Mm-hmm. We, the people, in order to establish, you know, et cetera, et cetera, and we create this document. Now, how does this agreement between us bind anyone outside this group? It doesn't. Unless the people outside that group voted for somebody to come here and 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 speak and vote on their behalf. Shit, so you're going back to, like, Continental Congress. You're going back to contract law. Because they weren't even elected. They were just, like, they just, self-appointed leaders of, ter- of, of areas. Right, who, right. again, isn't even really bound to... It's just, it's all bullshit. States, it was, like, states right. that, that each even, had their own the little state code. Is, even the concept of state is nonsense. It's absolutely nonsense. Boundaries. Like, first of all, we'll go back to this example real quick. The only thing that binds anybody to anything is the fact that you have meeting of the minds and you went into agreement with it. Mm-hmm. When I go to vote, 
I am saying, I want this person to represent me. Mm -hmm. So guess what? They're going to go on Capitol Hill, and they're going to make all the wrong decisions, and you're bound to it. Because that's the decision you made. Right, you supported so it. You what is it, it. So how is it that somebody who doesn't vote for them is bound by their decisions? Under contract law, it doesn't make sense. Mm -hmm. It makes no sense whatsoever. And this is very, very Like appointed officials is where you're going? Like, What's that? You're talking about like appointed people? Appointed or? officials, yeah, because I didn't, I mean, I didn't appoint whoever. Like, okay, which would example, Supreme Court's all appointed. Well, again, that's between... But, but they're appointed by people we elect. Well, who's we? I, I didn't. Like the president? I didn't. You didn't vote? I didn't vote for him. So, if you're saying if you didn't vote for someone, then you don't have to follow them? Under contract law, under the law, what does it, what? How am I? How am I? How am I? How am I required to follow that person? Mm -hmm. What binds me to them? Okay, so you're saying like assuming or like maybe just kind of peeling back what we b first believe about the Constitution mm -hmm. in America. Like if it is a contract, it's only between those people at that time, and they said for mm -hmm. our posterity. However, if I build a house and I declare that house to be for for Posterity of my children and my family and my future, does that bind my kids to live in it? Mm -hmm. No. Mm -hmm. So how does that document bind me to their decisions they made 200 years ago? It's crazy. It doesn't. It's absolutely insane. Yeah. It's insane. And, and, and the only thing that keeps it going is we perpetuate the system. We perpetuate what's in that document. Mm -hmm. And don't get me wrong, it's a great document. Sure. The but, best. I but, mean, the best out there. But... It, it, it opens a door to have somebody breach that contract, and then you have to find remedy, and there is no remedy within the system. Right. And it's supposed to be, it's supposed to be the First Amendment under the Petition for Redress of Grievance Clause, but even that was shot down by the Supreme Court, saying, yeah, you have a right to petition the government for redress of grievance, but they don't have to answer you. So wait, they don't have to respond That's if you correct. have any, like... Petition or something? That's right. So what's the point? There isn't, exactly. It's just like you have a right to do it. Um, even even uh, even like states, for example, take the concept of a state. Uh, Mark, uh, was it, uh, Mark Stevens has a great um, dissertation on this where he talked about um, the concept of a state because the courts have ruled, and every state Supreme Court has ruled this, that the state has no duty to protect. Mm-hmm. And a citizen is one who owes an allegiance to a, to a particular body politic in exchange for protection as a reciprocal obligation. In other words, I give my allegiance to you, and you protect my rights in exchange. I'm a citizen of the country, and it'll protect me That's right. with the state army or, or something. And this is what creates that, that obligation. This is what creates that, that, that agreement. Mm -hmm. That's what creates these two parties. Mm -hmm. And then, but the, but the Supreme Court's coming in there saying, oh, no, they don't have to protect you. And if it's a reciprocal obligation, guess what? That means there's no citizen because there's nobody now owes any allegiance because the obligation is no longer there. Mm -hmm. And if there's no citizen, then where's the body politic? No body politic, there's no state. Crazy. It, it's, it, it's, I'm telling you, this is, this is like... <laughs> it's like next level shit. Down, I can barely down. follow, dude. I can barely follow, like... I, just because it's like a catch twenty two. It is. Yeah. It is. It's it's very much so. And then you end up with the. And then you end up getting involved in. Uh, you you know you get uh, the whole content of the state. You go into 
you know, try to go to battle in court and try to get remedy for a situation, and you end up having to take on the state of California mm -hmm. or the people of the state of California. Mm -hmm. Yet you're one of the people. Right. So now you're, like, fighting yourself. I don't get that. <laughs> but, and, then, and then you end up, uh, now you got the state of California, which is some sort of weird body politic that doesn't really exist because there's no duty to protect anymore. I mean, it's absolutely So the state nuts. can't protect. Like you're saying, the, the protection is up to federal government. The protection of the federal state government. So the states can't have, like, soldiers and armies. They can, but they don't have any duty to do anything. Like, officially. Officially. They can build militia, but it's not like they actually there's have any a, they place. Have, they actually have a constitutional obligation to maintain the militia. Uh-huh. Um... Because I don't feel like, does this California, is that like what the cops are? Is it just like a different name for it? Uh, well, no, because the cops are, um, well, I'd like to call them inland pirates, but that's a whole other thing. But, um, <laughs> <laughs> no, but cop, no, police, police, you know, I used to work in law enforcement when I was in the service, so I have a lot of respect for police officers but, and the job they do, but uh, when they go out and start collecting booty for the for their, for their, Captain Pilots, uh, Pirates, I don't really have it's much like respect for that. A lot of crooked cops. Yeah, a lot of them out there. Especially yeah. nowadays. It's getting worse and worse. But um, It's worse now? Oh, yeah. Yeah? Yeah. But I thought it was really bad, like, 90s style, like, New York City, like, getting away with shit. Like, isn't it harder with technology? Well, it's uh, it's just different. But I think it's, it's worse now in a sense because it's, they actually think they're doing good. At least those guys knew they were... You know, they're they're crooked. crooked. You know, criminals. But these guys actually think they're doing good. Shit, dude. Yeah. You know what that reminds me of is, like, like those, um, I don't know, like, like uh, po really political people that think they're, like, helping the country. Mm -hmm. They're getting, like, so serious on the right or the left. Mm -hmm. But they're not, they're not really helping. Like, they're really crooked. They're twisting shit around and right. stuff. Right. Like, they have their brains convinced that they're doing something right. Mm-hmm. That's that is a new thing. Yeah. Honestly, I think of the Republicans where they're just like they have these like crazy like they're convinced that they're they're helping by you know the way they're the way they're working and it's like they they believe their own bullshit. Right. You know and what I mean? And that's the worst. This is the worst kind because you end up because you got a lot of educating to do with people like that and they're so cognitive dissonant from from any type of reality of what's going on and. And, uh, they don't want to learn. You, you can't learn if you don't want to. Like that's exactly. the biggest thing. Like they're like so resistant. Like I've had a lot of run-ins. Like I used to try to like explain shit. Um, honestly, like my dad is is like really really fucking political, and I just like I realized there's some people are so set when they're that radical. They're like so set. It's like there's no convincing them. There's no arguing. You know, there's they just believe what they want to believe. Mm -hmm. Oh, it's kind of like a thing that you can't learn unless you want to learn. You can't change someone's mind. Right. You know. Yeah, you have to do it on a gradient scale. Mm -hmm. You know, give them something they can comfortably accept, and then, and then when they do that, then then it opens up them to another level a little bit. Slowly, and like slowly like piece up. by piece. Yeah, like you're not gonna get them to believe yeah. also yeah, believe gonna, in like like gonna, evolution. <laughs> right. You're like not that's a, that's a big. Way, yeah. We didn't land on the moon. Oh yeah, did we land on the moon? I, I think we did. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I was gonna ask you that. I had a bunch of fucking shit. Um, but yeah, we're at forty nine minutes. Um, we're fucking killing it. Uh, this is the Brooks Show, episode fifteen. I'm gonna do one more plug for Mixed Fruit from Mariana, Mariani. Uh, Mixed Fruit. 
Um, the more you eat, the more you toot, you know? <laughs> Cheers. Um, so, I was going to ask you about Obama. <laughs> what, what's up with Obama? <laughs> yeah. How do you feel? I, I don't know. You don't know? <laughs> Nobody knows. He's like, such a mystery. Like, what, what do you, um, are you a birther? <laughs> I damn right I'm a birther. Yeah? Oh, yeah, yeah. What do you think about this birth certificate? Well, the birth certificate's irrelevant. Okay. What's relevant is that you have, uh, is what is a natural-born citizen under the, under the Constitution. Mm-hmm. A natural-born citizen, uh, according to the Supreme Court, according to John Jay's letter he wrote to George Washington when they were actually uh, 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 proposing that part of the Constitution, um, according to the Law of Nations, Fatal's Law of Nations, talks about it in there, uh, which is actually referenced in the Constitution. Uh, a natural-born citizen is one who is born of citizen parents. Okay. In other words, both parents have to be citizens of the U.S. And Obama's father was born in Kenya by his own admission. He was never a citizen of the U.S. And therefore, by, by definition, he is not a natural-born citizen and therefore cannot occupy the office of the presidency. But Mitt Romney's father was born in Mexico. I'll point that out. Uh, but, he's, but he became a citizen. How did he become a citizen if he wasn't born? Naturalized. Uh, what do you mean by that? Yeah, you, like, like you like, can apply to be a citizen. Yeah, you apply. Shit. You can, so that's how he became a citizen. Right. Yeah. You're saying Obama should have gone through that same process. Obama couldn't have gone through Obama's dad. He, he's saying if Obama's yeah, dad. Obama, Obama's, dad. Obama's father should have gone through that process. And if he did, and then Obama was born uh, at that, after the fact, then he would have been natural born. But okay. I thought it was. I thought if you were born here, you're a, you're a citizen. You are, but not natural born citizen. This is where people get confused. Mm-hmm. There is a. It's like uh, all. It's like all trees are plants, but not all plants are trees. You can be a citizen of the United States, and not be natural born, but you can't be a natural born and not be a citizen of the United States. Right, they, right. They have. They are two completely different. They're not mutually uh, citizen, exclusive. Citizen character, they have different legal characteristics. Okay. Uh, and it's in the Constitution. It tells you right there that in the Constitution, or Article 2, Section 5, that you have to be a natural-born citizen to occupy the presidency. Mm-hmm. And the reason why was because they wanted to avoid split loyalties, especially back then because of Great Britain. Mm-hmm. And here we have Kenya. A father was born in Kenya, which is actually was a British colony, and under the British Nationality Act, actually made Obama a, a British citizen under British law. So he was dual citizen, U.S. citizen and British citizen, split loyalties, which is exactly what they're trying to prohibit. So did he even claim that, though, like the British part, or is that no. like an automatic thing, just no, because well, he was born no, in it's Kenya? automatic. Just like it's automatic so in the U.S. So like, he didn't have, like, a dual citizenship, like, fucking passport or whatever. I, I, I don't know what his passport said. I mean, a lot of those, a lot of those records are sealed. Mm-hmm. So like, a lot of money that, yeah, records. that's confusing. Like, how did then? How did he get in? Like, how did he get past it? Like, I, I, I oh, personally the, don't think the birther thing. Like, I'm pretty sure, you know, I, and I don't, I know I'll I'm not 100 percent of everything. Exactly now. I'll tell you exactly how. Tell me. Number one, uh, Pelosi signed off on the certification as, as the uh, Speaker of the House, um, which she committed perjury as far as I'm concerned. Second of all, uh, if you, I actually called at least 13 of the states, and I asked them how they vet a candidate who is on the who gets on the ballot for presidency. 
and they said they don't. Every single one of them told me the same thing. All they have to do is sign a document on a penalty of perjury that they are qualified under the Constitution to be president. There is no vetting process. They don't do any homework, no check calling. There's nothing like that. Yeah. So here you have a situation. So you're talking state by state in, in the presidential election. Exactly. In, mm -hmm. every, in all 13 states, I stopped after 13 because I just realized I was getting the same story every one. Mm -hmm. So every state told me the same thing. There is no vetting process. And people think there is, but there isn't because I called and there isn't. So it's, so it's like another one of those things, like a, just everyone's accepting it. Just take it for granted. And it snowballs, and it's like... They think everybody else is going to do so much job. They're like, oh, yeah, yeah, they're like, oh, that person, he was vetted by them. And they're like, oh, he already got vetted by them, and he just got through. It's not going to happen. And you got I don't know, man. Think about, think about it, though. Mm. Think about it. If under Title 28, Section 3002, the United States is, in fact, a federal corporation, what exactly is Obama the president of? A corporation? Damn right. Like like Microsoft? Damn right. So He is not the president of the organic United States of America. Who is? No one. It's not being occupied. It never was? Not for a very long time. Who, since when? Uh, I, I don't know. I don't know. But I know that there was... Uh, like Washington and Adams, they were? Was, I believe they were. It's probably, you're looking at right around Civil War. Mm-hmm. Because the Civil War is when uh, uh, Congress walked out. There was no quorum. It was kind of like there was a... Uh, and I know that, uh, from what I understand, Lincoln had to actually... Uh, I believe he's the one who actually incorporated it. Right. I actually have a copy of the actual Articles of Incorporation for the United States Corporation at home. I should have brought that in. But That's crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah you could that. bring that next time, for Same sure. Same thing with the uh, Internal Revenue Tax and Audit Service Corporation. Like Same the whole article? The actual articles of corporation for that. Jeez. I have that as well. That's awesome. Yeah, but it's just crazy. You really think about it. What, what's going on here? You know, you got a, you got a government that became, you got an organic government that basically became unoccupied. At the same time, they occupied a corporate government, which we've been operating under, but it does not fall under our regular constitution. Dude, it's like a bunch of lawyers. Oh, it's, yeah, that's exactly it. It's like we were founded by lawyers. That's exactly it. It's that's like, exactly. and that, and like you they're just like get fucking. The head, man. Getting, you know, that's what it sounds like. It's yeah. like fucking, um, you know, a bunch of lawyers, couple Jews in a fucking room, just like throwing <laughs> shit down. They're like, yeah, real they're like, they're probably like, yeah, dude, it's crazy. The old uh, what do you call it? The Kazarians, you know. Mm-hmm. But, uh, I was Persian style. Yeah, I was looking at a little bit of that, but I don't know what, how much is true yet. Because, like, we're, like, the first country, like, the, we're, like, a newer country, and we just, like, came up, like, you know, Britain had all these fucking courts and shit, mm -hmm. so we just, like, spun off on that. We're going to make our own world court. Exactly. You know, like, because that's what the fucking U.S. is all about, like, court decisions. That's exactly it. And you it's know? like, and the thing is, it's like, if we're... If we want to step away from the whole British monarchy, parliament crap, then why are we adopting so many of their policies and procedures? It's weird. I think it's like, it's like a step from, like, okay, before, like, if you take the court thing, it's like Britain was run by the judge, mm -hmm. and, like, U.S. is run by the lawyers. It's like yeah. the lawyers took over. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, before in, like, London, it was like, Okay, the judges are appointed, and like like a king's a judge, you know. And we're like the lawyers, we're like the people, and um, 
It's like a bunch of fucking tricks and loopholes. Oh, yeah. It's attorneys, like fucking magic. Attorneys, lawyers, and counsels. Interesting. Again, words, man. Attorneys. I like to refer to it as a turn on me because that's what they do. And then uh, basically attorneys <laughs> are prosecutors. Mm-hmm. That's what they're supposed to be doing. Mm-hmm. District attorney and prosecuting attorneys. Right. Lawyers are there for, uh, for the defendant, typically. You hire a lawyer to defend you against the attorney. Right. And then you have counsel, which is actually referenced in our Constitution. Uh, so that's the difference between attorney and lawyer. Oh yeah. Attorney is the prosecutor and lawyers the defense. defense. I didn't even know that yeah. shit. Dude. Or, the, or there's, there's it's very, <laughs> it's a very uh, broad, it's a very broad. Uh, lawyers. Are I feel like they're interchangeable yeah. though. Like they are usually, they are pretty much. but like that's kind of where it came from. Maybe. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's my understanding anyway. I could fucking do. It's like going back to school here, man. Yeah, I tell you what. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it learns that's me, like, dude. That's like you gotta literally reverse engineer the tyranny. Yeah, you gotta that's fucking true. strip it all back to yeah. nothing. It's like, like turn back the layer of an onion, and you get closer you get yeah, to the forest, deeper it gets. And it's impo- It's almost impossible just because like we're so established now. Like so many years of history, history books. Oh, yeah. Lawyers and oh, fucking court cases oh, and shit. History books, history. Oh, dude. Oh, getting Carnegie's, the fort, all the I believe it. Oh, real gosh. quick, um, is Bigfoot real? What's that? Is Bigfoot real? Uh, I don't know. You don't know. You're more like government shit. Yeah. I just had to ask about Bigfoot. Um, Obama. Okay, Bush. Before we go, Bush. Talk. Tell me about Bush conspiracies. W. Uh, the the senior or the junior? Junior. The latest Bush. Oh, he was. I believe he was under uh, the MK Ultra mind control program. He was a victim of it. His father put him into it. He was being mind controlled. I believe so. Straight up puppeted. Straight up. By who? By his own father. Oh my his god. His father was one of the kingpins of the MK Ultra mind control program. I know dude, that for a fact. I was gonna ask you about mind control oh, shit, dude. dude. Like, you should ask they, about mind control. Dude, yeah, dude. They test that shit yeah, on I'm people actually, and stuff. Have you ever heard of Mark Phillips and Kathy O'Brien? Mm-hmm. Yeah, a good friend of mine. Uh, but, uh, yeah, the, the, Mark Phillips is a CIA operative who actually pretty much blew the whistle on the MKUltra program. He wow. rescued Kathy, actually, from the program. That's crazy. She's 30 years old. And, and so, yeah. And she was Bush, being mind-controlled? Bush was one of her primary programmers and abusers. Jesus. Like, how are they mind-controlling them? Do they have, like, joysticks? No, it's, it's, uh, it's, it's, there's different things that you do. You use trauma-based. There's trauma-based. There's different <laughs> technology, like uh, harmonics. Uh, using audible tones that are used as a subcarrier oh, God, to, to bypass the subconscious part of the mind and get into That's the crazy, man. actual primitive part of the mind and mm-hmm. and uh, actually uh, screws up with the screws of the synapses of the brain. I knew they were doing that shit, dude. Like, isn't that like was LSD f- to do with that, or was that, that more that was, like that was some of the experiment, like yeah, an enhancement using, drug? I thought that was LSD like a thing is, that like yeah, fucking they're using LSD in their early parts in order to because uh, uh, they're experimenting with it mm-hmm. and. Uh, and that's when uh, Julian, Julian, Dr. Julian West, uh, psychiatrist right here in UCLA, um, actually gave an overdose of an LSD to an elephant and killed it. Uh, he's famous <laughs> for that. He's oh, my little, God. He's an MK Ultra, um An elephant on LSD, that'd be crazy. Just, just well, you don't want to... Yeah, no kidding. An lsd fint. Yeah. Is what we would call it. Yeah. Um, but, like, yeah. just, like, stomping around, like, going nuts. Anyway, dude. I could do a whole other show. Uh, yeah, we got to do another show. You got to come back. Thanks oh, for yeah, coming on, Ed. I really appreciate it. Pleasure, uh, this is Brooke's show, episode 15. We're wrapping things up. Uh, thanks, Ed, for coming on. Uh, Justin for doing sound. Do more comments? Terrence and Juan are favorite people in this big audience. You guys are awesome for sticking around so late. 
Um, check us out online. We got a podcast and we got a fucking website. You can check us out on Spreaker. Have a great night. This is Brooke Show. Good night. <laughs>